Port Leeds tastes good like a beer should. You said it. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. Try a frosty cold glass of Bavarian right away. What's that you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. No matter how you take your hooch, we've got something ice cold and on tap. Now, serving it to you straight and unfiltered, here are Craig, Scott, and Dan. Yes, that's right. That is us, everybody. Welcome in. We are the Unfiltered Gentlemen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for drinking along with us. I am Greg. Oh, there, that's Scott. <coughs> What's up? And that's Dan. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> you guys have been smoking? A lot of yeah. fires. Sorry. Yeah. Welcome to California, where it's uh, year-round <laughs> it's fire season. season. Yes. It's true. Yes. yes, it's it's not new to us anymore, unfortunately. Uh, like I said, thanks for joining and drinking along with us. Shout out to Hayward, California, Whoa. for being our top listening city of last week. That's up nice. there in NorCal. So that's, that's weird. It is weird. I uh-oh. Used, my, my wife used to have some relatives that lived up there. Uh-oh. Have they been listening? <laughs> Probably. Have we been talking as about soon as, them? Yeah, as soon as they heard I was on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's our favorite. Yeah, they, we love as him. As soon as they heard, they canceled their internet. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, thanks, all you Norcalians. That's hella cool of you. Yeah. I think so. that's what they say hey, up there. Hey, I've been in Hayward. I have, too. Okay, then. The, uh, the wife is from just next door to Hayward. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, there you go. Been up there many a time. So thanks, Hayward. Yeah, thank you. Uh, our burp for word being close to our wives. Exactly. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait. Burp word of the week is renegade, and there's multiple reasons for that. But we'll get sure. to that as we get on through the show. Renegade burp word. If you're new to the show, if anybody burps on the microphone, it has to be at an attempt to do the burp word, which of course is renegade. Don't forget to hashtag show us your beers when you're on the social medias. Also, uh, tag us in any beer pictures that you post. We like to see them. And don't forget to rate and subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you're listening on over there in your neck of the woods, as Al Roker would say. Right? That's the weather guy, right? Al Roker? Yes. Yeah. I forgot he actually said that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody watches Al Roker anymore. Not no. anymore. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, Nice when he's fat. Right. Now he's just not as cool. Yeah. He looks weird now. <laughs> he does. He looks like he's wearing a skin suit like the men in black. <laughs> yeah, or something. Right? He's the alien inside yeah. the dude. Ah, you imagine what the rest of him looks like? I mean, I'd rather not. Oh my god, you must look like a ball sack. (laughs) I mean, let's just put that out there. You're kind of (laughs) right. I do hate to admit it. Uh, All right, we're all looking a little bit parched, and we're making ball sack jokes already. So let's get on to our first beer of the week. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for beer of the week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend, and I'll say. I think I'll have myself a beer. I think we will have ourselves a beer. Uh, our beer of the week, we've been uh, looking to get this on the show for a while now. Mm-hmm. It's Bell's Two-Hearted Ale IPA. This is the beer that has knocked Pliny off the top IPA spot, or the top beer spot the last two years in a row. Oh, fuck. Yeah, dethroned Pliny as uh, the best beer in America. We finally have our hands on it. Not super easy to get our hands on it on the West Coast. 7% has 60 IBUs and a 95 on Beer Advocate to go along with a 397 on Untapped. From the brewery, they say, brewed with 100% Centennial hops from the Pacific Northwest and named after the Two-Hearted River in Michigan's Upper Peninsula, this IPA is bursting with hop aromas ranging from pine to grapefruit from massive hop additions in both the kettle and the fermenter. 
perfectly balanced with the malt backbone and combined with the signature fruity aromas of Bell's House Yeast. This beer is remarkably drinkable and well-suited for adventures everywhere. God, this is good. Yeah? Yeah. Is this beer of, or uh, America's number one beer worthy? It's it's very interesting, like, where they said, yes, it is very well balanced. I don't really feel like any one part of it, like, stands out. Like, it just tastes like really great beer, for yeah. me at least. It's really easy to drink. Yeah. Um, My senses could be numbed for some reason. <laughs> you a little stoned? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Even if you are, that response is perfect. Uh, I get not a whole lot on the nose, personally. It right. doesn't have a lot to it. But uh, yeah, really easy drinking, real, mm-hmm. really well balanced, like you say. Mm-hmm. Um, really enjoyable. Does not taste like 7%. No. Oh, no. Right? No, it doesn't. It's, it's real, like you said, balanced. Uh, I think it's got a great mouthfeel to it, no. as, as Dan used to say. I used to. You gotta get back on that train. I do. Oh my Maybe God. we haven't had a lot of great mouthfeeling beers recently. That's true, but this is a good one. This is a good one. This has, I think the hop in there is really well balanced. Not too much early hops, a lot of dry hop. You get a little bit of juiciness. It's also fairly see-through. I can see my hand on the other side. I wouldn't call it 100% clear, but it's uh, no. fairly see-through. It's kind of, uh, I don't know what you call that, like a rusted color. That's what beer is supposed to look like. That's right. I've, I've talked to everyone's ear off. Scott, what say you about uh, Two-Hearted Ale? Um, I agree with the, the smell. Uh-huh. Not a lot of smell, but the taste is, uh, yeah. I, I I can't really pin it down. I mean, it's like a lot of different flavors all at once. All circulating in your and, mouth hole. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe <laughs> because I am a mouth hole. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I'm thinking maybe it's because, you know, being off the last couple of days because... We were shut down for the fires. Oh, uh huh. Just you know, trying to keep myself like moist with a lot of beers, just uh-huh. in case. Yeah. So, uh, so you, what you're saying is you've had a lot of beers. I, I drank a lot because I was off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But would you say it's raining hops? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's raining hops. Yeah. It's uh, it's not one distinct flavor that's that's like popping out. Oh. I guess that speaks to the balancedness. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Of it. I do get a little bit of that like uh, piney dankness, but not like. You know, like an old school IPA, yeah. like that. I, it's just really good and easy to drink. It's delicious. Yeah, it drinks like a pale, really. Yep. I reeky. <laughs> Dan approves over That's there. That's right. Uh, all right, great. Well, uh, we'll drink on that for a while, and in the meantime, we'll get into some crotch talk. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. Let's see. I don't really. Well, eh, not really too much of a grievance. Let me start off with a quick little report. Uh, went to Enneagram's Oktoberfest, like I threatened a show ago. And uh, got very well hydrated, <laughs> as one can imagine. Yeah. This was probably the most crowded Oktoberfest of Enneagrams that I had been to. Um, I was talking to the uh, the pizza guy that was there, and he's like, we brought double the amount of stuff we brought last year, and this year we were already sold out, where last year they didn't sell out. Holy shit. So that's how busy they were. It was packed. It was nuts to butts in the whole place. Is and, that right? And outside. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, my God. Uh, lines were pretty long. It was actually surprising like how long we had to wait for beer, especially excuse me, early on in the day. It's probably hard to find a line. It was a little hard to find a line, <laughs> yeah. especially once I kept drinking so much. <laughs> lines kept disappearing. <laughs> um, so you know, we had a few there. We had a good time. We're all leader hosened up and everything. Yeah. And then uh, afterwards... So Big Dick Nick was there, as was Coley of the Booze League, and uh, our friends Brian and Deb showed up, and then friends of friends were there. Uh, we're having a good time. And 
after a while, like, you know what? Uh, why don't we just bring this back to my place? All right. I have a keg of, of vinegarin oh, yeah. on the kegerator. There you go. That idle pills down there. So we came back and continued. Discount the, price. Right. Of uh, free 99. Whoa. Uh, continued the party here. Had some pizza. <laughs> Deb stops at Taco Bell on the way. She's like, I'm just going to grab some food. It'll be right over. Uh, came back with like 30 tacos for oh, everybody. Wow. Holy oh. shit. Was kind of a hero of the night. So that was... That was good times. Uh, but yeah, but uh, Integrant always thrown on a great party. Um, and then over the weekend, this most recent weekend, I was up in uh, Paso Robles doing my my wakeboarding as I normally do. It's why I can hardly breathe right now. I uh, I hurt so fucking bad. <laughs> normally, like I go early in the summer and I get the one trip out where you just look like an old person and you hurt like hell for a week. And then all the other trips throughout the summer, it's fine. It doesn't really hurt that bad. But because we had the wedding and so much shit this summer, this is only my second trip. So it feels like my first trip all over again. I haven't been in like five months. Man, I can, bar- I can barely walk. Like breathing hurts because like I have this pinched nerve in my shoulder. Oh, man. I, I sound like such an old fuck. The lady friend uh, fell really hard on the last day and like has a minor concussion, didn't go to work yesterday. <laughs> oh, jeez. It, uh, it was rough. But- Sounds like fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. As I say it out loud, why do I do this? <laughs> Normally, it's fun. Um but one of the fun things we did was on Saturday night, Nick Offerman was doing a, a stand-up. Well, I say stand-up, was performing. Nick Offerman. Okay. Everybody knows Ron Swanson yeah. from Parks and oh, Rec. Oh, right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, he was doing a stand-up thing, and it was great. Pastor Robles I is- I love him. Yeah. He, it's a very- um, Not in a weird way, but- Yeah. Right-leaning, politically town, it's, uh, if you catch my drift there. And he is not at all that direction. <laughs> You know, Ron, I, I can see where you would think Ron Swanson might be. He's a guy who uh, hates the government, likes to hunt, likes whiskey and steak and blah, blah, blah. But Nick Offerman, the real person, very left-leaning. Oh, wow. And so it was hilarious to watch people walk out of the show. Was oh, really? yeah? It was this big amphitheater they have there. Lots of people were there. It was, it was packed to the beginning. And he went on. And, and look, he didn't just come out and say, like, you know, fuck the Republican. It, it wasn't low-hanging fruit like that it, it was actually very intelligent and he never once really uh was mean to people or anything like that okay but it was it was left-leaning comedy and at one point he brings up uh catholic priests and makes a couple jokes on their behalf <laughs> uh, and then uh makes a joke about why the nuns aren't always getting in the same sort of trouble that the priests are at which point at least 30 people in front of me stood up and walked out. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Which Come was on. hilarious. Like, he he didn't even bat an eye. He just kept going. So I'm sure he's been in certain cities where this has happened before. Because people probably go there thinking, like, we're going to go watch Ron Swanson. He can talk about steak and whiskey the whole night and bacon and eggs. And they get Nick Offerman, who's not Ron Swanson, <laughs> to the point where it was really funny. He, he sang. He did stand. It was like a little bit of everything. It was a very fun and good show if you're... Uh, of a certain persuasion, I guess, <laughs> if you're not easily offended and, and on the other side. Right. Uh, after, you know, he, he's all right, good night, everybody, and walks out. And of course, the house lights don't come on. So you know it's going to be an encore of some sort. Everybody leaves. That place, empty, well, who was left, emptied out. And a few of us stayed. And it was such a good, it almost is like he rewarded those who stayed with like some of his best stuff. He came back and, and sang a song about, 
why he's not Ron Swanson. Like the differences between Nick Offerman and Ron Swanson. And the greatest part is, you know, in the show, Ron Swanson was married to, to Tammy, mm-hmm. played by Megan Mullally. And in real life, that's his wife. Mm-hmm. And so the, the whole song's about why, too. Yeah, why they're not the same person, except at the end he goes, except uh, we both get wood for my wife. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And then he ends the show by singing Bye Bye Little Sebastian, which was great if you're a Parks and Rec fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So really fun show. Uh, sorry to all the uh, right-wingers out there that were not a fan of him talking poorly about the Catholic Church. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, but overall, a very great and funny show. Hopefully, uh, you know, you can uh, open up and uh, enjoy it if he's in your town. I, if, if you're a Parks and Rec fan, you're still going to enjoy I, it. But, yeah, I loved him. Yeah. And his wife, and I, I can't think of the show she was on. Something about... Or was it, it was the Grace? Two, Will and with, Grace. Will and Grace, yes. I was say something was, about Grace. She was great on that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pony up to that microphone over there. Okay, I yeah, will. Point it at Here your it face, raise my, it up if you have face? to. Oh, yeah. Well, that's my face. There we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's great on that. And, and she came out and, and sang Bye Bye Little Sebastian. Oh, did she? Them, which was great. Nice. So it was funny. Anybody else? Any, uh, any crotch talk? Any beer reports to talk about? Anything bad happened to you? I know we've been having fires, which has been fun. Yeah, I just, yeah little thing with the fire but mm-hmm. you I got mean, to go home from work so that's yeah nice it, it was kind of cool but, well it's cool now that i find out but like i was at work friday morning and we were told hey you guys got to go home and uh which when i went outside i'm like why because i didn't think it was that bad mm. but anyway so on the while i'm on the way home and the wife calls and says hey you got to find the back rows because i'm just told that the freeway is closed and I'm checking my GPS and everything. I'm like, what? It looks like it's okay. I'm going to take a chance. And long story short, um, I was going west on the 118, which is wide open because it was closed behind me. Right. So I had no problem. But to go east, they were shutting the freeway down. At, and nobody's going to know what I'm talking about. Cuner Drive. You have to go to Santa Susana Pass. And she talked to one of her co Good night, everybody. Yes. <laughs> One of her coworkers says, I've been sitting here for an hour and haven't moved. Oh, fuck that. So the wife calls work and they're like, Don't you know, I don't even bother. So anyway, uh, long story short, yeah, we I I got two days off, got paid. Nice. So You got two uh, days off, got paid, but I don't think anybody in this room got Columbus Day off. Nope. Uh, I didn't even know it was Columbus Day. <laughs> I know. But I'm gonna go I start didn't more, know that either. I do want to go start more fires to get more days on. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Yeah. All you got to do is fart in California and it <laughs> yeah, catches no on fire. Yeah. It's pretty dry out here. Yep. All right. Well, I'm good surprised time. it's still a holiday with all this uh, progressive bullshit. Well, you know what's funny? Is, LA, that, is it called Columbus Day? Well, still? it depends where you are. LA County changed theirs. Los Angeles County changed theirs to be called uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. Right. A lot of people have done the same. There's also a lot of uh, Native American Day. Uh, I was reading about it today. A lot of other countries, like Latin American countries, call it like whatever indigenous something yeah. days. And, oh, really? And we're the Americans are actually more uh, uh, recently to adopt that. It seems like a lot of Latin American countries down south have have jumped on that board years and years ago. Interesting, probably because they're the ones that really got fucked by Columbus. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's a lot of the countries down uh, south of us. There, it's, it's like the day Columbus and his men raped and killed us. Right. Yeah. 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 It's uh, my butt hurts day or yeah. something. So, yeah. So yeah. I, I don't understand why they would call it indigenous people's day when it's like, yeah, it was the day you all died. Remember? It should be like <laughs> fuck whitey day or, <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fuck the Europeans day. Yeah. 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 So uh, anyways, yeah. there's that for you. <laughs> uh, sports news. Let's talk a little sports. Oh, geez. Uh, here we go. Oh, 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 hold on. 
That's the wrong song. Oops. I, I thought I was at the Chargers game. Hold on. Oh, so, hey, come oh, on. Sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, and now, on. the sports. Brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com. Whether it's the Baltimore chop or the one-two punch, it's time for sports. You knew it, that man. <laughs> I just pointed at you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I have a, uh, I forgot. I dropped a new post uh, maybe over the weekend or something yeah. like that. I can't remember. Um, but it was, it's just like a what if scenario. And oh, it basically yeah, yeah. called it uh, what if Michael Before Jordan. Before the weekend. Yeah, Michael yeah. Jordan never existed. And uh, That was a good one. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah I just kind of brought up this idea that, you know, you erase all his stats from you know the record book. What do you have? A lot of people think like, especially on Twitter, which I've taken a hiatus from. They <laughs> like to say that he played against a bunch of plumbers, and you know. But it's like you look back. There's some guys that really should have stood out, but they just didn't get the chance now because Michael just killed everybody. Stood out for them. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Like ten scoring titles in a row. You erase him. Like Dominique Wilkins wins a whole bunch. Carl Malone wins five. Like yeah, it was pretty pretty cool. To just kind of go through and and see how that kind of shook out. And I also see, uh, I kind of give my takes on who would have won the championships if Jordan and his Bulls weren't around either. So, Oh. Yeah, those six championships are all up for grabs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. I read it. I read the first beginning of it, and then I got distracted, and I need (laughs) Uh to go back and finish. Oh, okay. Yeah, no no problem. Um, Well, let's get out of the way. The uh, MLB (laughs) playoffs are underway and the dodgers are no longer in it they yeah. were eliminated fuck, dude? eliminated in five by the nationals <laughs> and i know what you're thinking oh good the guys from la are going to talk about the dodgers for the next half hour yeah. because uh, they're from la but here's the thing it was a big upset whether you're from la or not like no one saw this coming mm-hmm. other than uh myself Us. yeah because yeah. <laughs> dave roberts should be fired yeah he's the worst pitching decision coach Excuse me, manager in all of baseball. He makes horrible decisions. I hear Joe Madden's looking for a job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Scott like just a, had a heart a attack. A thousand Sorry. things going through my mind. Where he was about to sign with the Angels until the Tyler Skaggs thing came out. Oh, okay. And now he's like backing off. So, but the Dodgers extended Roberts. So, yeah. They uh, what's his name? Alex Friedman, their GM. Yeah. Today said out that uh, Roberts' job is safe. Yeah, well, so. they they extended both of them last year. It was uh, Kershaw and Roberts. Yeah. Remember, Roberts is through twenty twenty two. Good yeah. lord! Yeah, they they need to dump both of them. Unfortunately, <laughs> must be nice national to have Jansen a pitcher that you. can go for another inning more than an inning. Yeah, <laughs> do what now? Take Jansen with you. Oh please! Yeah, uh, I want to keep. Um, oh god, what's the guy's name? Short little guy. He was in trouble for potential domestic abuse earlier in the year. Oh, uh, Urias. Yeah. Urias. Uranus. Urias. Yes. Uh, he's really good. He's, I'll yeah. keep Walker. Uh, I'll keep Ryu. I'll keep Kenta later on in the road in the rotation. He can never start again, but he can come in and relieve for an inning. Other than that, man, we need to blow up that pitching squad. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was just, I, I kind of got his reasoning in a sense. Like, I, I didn't get why he brought uh, Kershaw in as a reliever. In right. that last game, you know, that didn't make any sense. But I, I kind of saw why he left him in when everyone was saying take him out. Because it's like, you know, that's his that's his guy. You know, Kershaw's supposedly a great player. You kind of well, owe... Was. Two years ago. Well, yeah, yeah, but you kind of owe, like, great players, like, that opportunity to kind of dig themselves, you know, like, redeem themselves. Like, he's the only guy in sports that I was thinking of that, like... Peyton Manning, for a long time, couldn't get over the hump, right. got over the hump. LeBron right. James, for a long time, couldn't get over the hump, finally got over the hump. 
Like this guy from his friends. Yeah, this (laughs) this is the guy that seems like he's the only one that is just not going to get over the hump ever. And that's what I was going to say. No, to argue against your argument, uh, why didn't he pull him? He should have pulled him because Peyton or Peyton. Oopsie, Clayton. (laughs) No matter how good his regular season is, which this year was not that great, Mm -hmm. always notoriously bad in the playoffs. Yeah. So what's going to be different? You know, he came in, struck him out, and the inning was over. Good job. You made it out. Don't put him back in. Right. He, he should have never entertained the idea of having him as a reliever in the yeah. first place. I don't think. If you're not going to go with him as a starter, don't go with him at all. Touche. That was my thought. I like that. I will say, I have to admit, I've been saying for a few months now that he should move Kershaw down in the lineup to like a reliever or maybe like a, a Jensen kind of spot. I thought, you know, he's still got like one or two good innings a game in him. And when he did that, I thought, you know what? That's probably a pretty smart idea. Bring him in, have him get one or two innings out of the way, <laughs> and and if Walker's having a bad game, maybe he could do three, four innings and 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 save the game for us. And boy, was I wrong! <laughs> so so wrong. Oh man. So well, without boring all the Undodger fans, yeah, too late. As soon as I saw Kershaw warming up, I'm like, no, don't bring him in. Yeah, yeah, because Walker was still doing okay. Yeah, but we we yeah. still had. A I mean, Walker I was. Know. You can see his signs of getting tired. Yes, yes, but not Kershaw. Kershaw was not the answer. Yeah, I was seeing his arm kind of turning to jelly a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you can see he was. He probably had to, another yeah. couple batters in him, but uh, yeah. I don't know. I kind of felt I, like, all right, you got to yank him, but don't put Kershaw. After in. game two, I didn't want. I didn't want to see Kershaw the rest of the postseason. Yeah. After yeah. game two, I I he hope. Just, I mean, after the hat less. I mean, the whole season, he just wasn't sharp. He's done. Yeah. He's done. He, he's either done or he needs to reinvent himself like he needs uh, to. Mr. Up. Scherzer. Yeah. He's got to get Hello. traded or Scherzer something. Scherzer was an overpowering pitcher, and now he's realized he's old. So, right. Well, so, and he took a shit for a while. It was and, awful. Right. And same with Verlander. Verlander. That's, that's what I meant. Verlander, not yeah. Scherzer. He was overpowering. And he yeah. realized, hey, you know, I don't have it anymore. Yeah. So I got to, you know, change my, my style. And, Switch it up. Yeah. yeah. Though I guess when you have the confidence yeah. of Verlander, because oh, you see who he's going yeah, on Yeah, no kidding. Look who yeah. he's oh my fucking. God. Yeah. Good imagine. So, all right. Yeah, you imagine anyway, yeah. you screw up, you get to get those titties at home. <laughs> who cares? No matter how bad your game was. <laughs> I wouldn't even pitch anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Just be done. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hey, done. you're starting tomorrow. Nah. 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 Good. <laughs> uh, on to some basketball yeah, talk. Here we go. Rockets GM Daryl Morey, uh, <laughs> in a tweet, supported the Hong Kong protesters. And boy, has the league blown up over this. <laughs> I'm sure Dan's been following this. Oh, yeah. He's an avid NBA uh, mm-hmm. expert. And this should be uh Oh, yeah. Of Thank NBA. you very much. Thank you. Um, yes. He tweeted in support of the protesters. Then they made James Harden apologize for him. <laughs> and then they had games in China. I think it was like the Lakers and the Nets or something were supposed to play in China. Yeah. And then they had this meeting of like, we don't know what we're going to say. And I now they've... As of yesterday, Monday, LeBron came out and said, "We, you know, this shouldn't have uh, been said or whatever, as if he's siding with the league, which I think is the wrong way to go. But the worst way to go is to just not know. Boy, did the league drop the ball in handling this. It's like, well, we don't know which side of this we're going to be on, but uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like a spineless. Yeah. They just. Yeah. Pick a side. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just interesting to me how the NBA like will let like their players and everybody just kind of speak out on everything. I mean, that's what prompted the whole shut up and dribble response from Trump in the first place. Right? Oh, yeah, or right. Whatever the hell right. said that. Yeah. You know, it's everyone speaking out on what they think. 
And it was funny because Daryl Morey had just one thing to say about, you know, you know, liberating China or something. (laughs) It was like, no, no, don't say that, you know, because they got so much money in it. Um, Did you guys, I know you you guys watch South Park. Do you guys see that one where they, they did that episode about China? Uh, is this recently? I haven't seen something. Yeah, yeah, it was time. a new a recent one. Yeah, it's I called Banned in China. And then oh. the episode got banned from in China. <laughs> did it really? Of course it did. Because <laughs> yeah. it's t- I'm something, sure recorded it. Yeah, it something about it, yeah. oh Randy, I guess, like is trying to sell stuff in China and then he finds out how much people are like pandering to like China oh. and the government <laughs> and how like Disney rewrites all their stories to make China happy and all this stuff. And right. yeah, so China didn't like it. And I guess uh Trey Parker and Matt Stone like issued an apology to China after they got banned. Did they really? Yeah, and it says, uh, uh, like the NBA, we welcome the Chinese censors into our homes and into our hearts. We too love money <laughs> more than freedom and democracy. Z doesn't look just like Winnie the Pooh at all. <laughs> Tune into our 300th episode this Wednesday at 10. Long live the great Communist Party of China. May this autumn sagum harvest be bountiful. We good now, China? <laughs> That's great. Total mock apology. Yes, that's a very South Park response. It was. Um, Yeah, I love. And they caused Anthony Davis's injury. Oh yeah, it was totally their fault. Yeah. (laughs) Way to go, China. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, LeBron says uh, that Maury was misinformed. It's like, (laughs) so he's for democracy, but he's misinformed. (laughs) Right. I think the league was misinformed. Yeah. Whatever. I like how LeBron is like the the unofficial spokesperson of the league at this point well he's their bitch yeah they'd like oh we need some cleanup lebron get out there and interesting say something nice when that's how you know he's not the goat because when jordan was around the league was his bitch could you imagine going to jordan or kobe for that matter (laughs) like you know what we fucked up with china (laughs) can you uh, just get out there and say how much we love them and we love communism and blah 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 nope nope Nope. Not going to happen. Nope. You get a big middle finger. I'm just going to win a championship. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm a little busy over here winning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also in sports news, football. Cam Newton, the trade whispers have started. Oh, boy. He's healthy. He can return now, but I don't think they'd be smart putting him in that lineup. <laughs> they don't need him. Nope. No. No, especially the way uh, McCaffrey's playing. Yeah. He's killing it. Yeah. He. Oh, my God. He's on my fantasy team. He's really killing oh, it. Oh, is he really? Oh, yeah. yes, he is. <laughs> oh, man. He's pulled me out of some dark places the last few weeks. He's the man. He really is. And uh, they're undefeated with their uh, backup, Allen. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Even early him. in the morning, they, they play good. Yeah. yeah. Just keep him in there. Yeah. Uh, and then I alluded to this with our musical choices, but uh, the Chargers were playing the Steelers. Oh, come on. <laughs> at home in L.A. And uh, their, their stupid music person <laughs> played Renegade by Styx. Which is uh, one of the Steelers, uh, you know, pump up songs. Are you serious? Yeah, it's one of their fight songs, if you will. And they played it at the Charger <laughs> Arena. And then once they realized their 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 problem there, they cut it off and replaced it with, and this is not a joke, Rick Astley. Never gonna give you up. <laughs> you cannot make that shit up. Oh man, I got to say they recovered nicely. Did they? <laughs> yeah. I think so. With Rick As- they Rick rolled the stadium yeah. after pumping up the Steelers fans. Yeah, they Rick rolled the Steelers fans, I think. They were like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're getting pumped up to Randy. Like, they don't know it's our jam. And yeah. then all of a sudden you hear fucking Never going to give you yeah. up. Never going to let you down. Like, oh, what happened to our music? Yeah. You guys got us. I uh, got to say, watching both the Charger game and the Rams game, uh-huh. first of all, the Chargers game, with the music and everything else, it was like all Steelers fans. Well, yeah. that's what some of the players were saying. It's, it already feels like a road game, and you're playing their music Exactly. Now. Previously, watching the Rams game, I thought they were actually playing in San Francisco because 
Because they got all the, spanked all the by jerseys the were red. Yeah. I, I'm like, oh, look at all you know, all the jerseys. And then I looked, like the third quarter finally dawned on me, they're in L.A. No. Yep, holy shit. Yes, they are. Well, yeah. that's what happens like, when you yeah. got what thirty years of like no football right. team in L.A. It's yeah, like, what the fuck was, were we supposed yeah. to do? We're not going to stop watching. Well, I, I figure everybody in my generation from California, like Southern California, especially, probably is either a Raiders or Niners fan because we got ditched. By the Rams. Well, in fact, we got ditched by the Raiders, which is why I hate them. Uh, and so that's why, I, you know, I'm a Niners fan. Mm-hmm. That and Joe Montana and Steve Young. But, um, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people down here that are big Niners fans. I, and I think, I don't know, I think just that that's a long time. Like, you ever, like, I'm sure we all know Steeler fans. But the funny thing about Steeler fans is none of them are from Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, they're right. from everywhere else. Right. Like, it's yeah. so weird. Same with uh, Packers fans. Yeah, that's, they're never from Wisconsin. I know a couple of Wisconsin fans. So I can't you? really speak to that one. Okay, yeah. it's funny. Every time I see, oh yeah, I'm from Wisconsin. I'm like, oh yeah, Packers. Oh yeah, don't you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> darn tootin'. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and the crowd. You could hear the crowd going back to the Rams game. Uh-huh. Get off the Chargers game, please. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you, just listen to the fans cheer. Is like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All, it was all 49ers. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about, uh, real quickly, nope. Oh, who's undefeated right now in the NFL? Um, oh, can, hey, man. Hey, the Patriots? They, they, Patriots, that's right. They and look, the 49ers. Whoa. They look for real. I mean, after that they game. They the 49ers look good. I'm sorry. Yeah. They look real good. You know who looks extra good? <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Boy, is he a Jimmy man. Jimmy G. Stud. He is a dime. Yeah. That oh. guy is hot. He's he don't get hurt. Yeah. No, he's, I'm just talking about his looks. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, saying well, he, yeah. He's, he's playing well. I don't yeah. know that he's playing necessarily really. He doesn't play as good as he looks. No, that is. But how could he? It's probably impossible. Neither does Tom Brady for that <laughs> matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the no. two handsomest quarterbacks got, could face off in the, in the they could. Super Bowl. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of hoping for yeah. it. And they're just defense. like a jerk session the whole Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. They just put out a uh, like a runway catwalk thing there. <laughs> oh, my God. Just modeling their jerseys the <laughs> whole time. Christ. Yeah. Well, yeah. Here's the thing. Jimmy G, I've, I've been able to watch very little of him this year. Well, he does not look like some elite, you know, Lord and Savior quarterback. No. But the Niners as a team just look really good right mm-hmm. now. No, they do. Both uh, <laughs> offense and defense. And I will say, too, defense. especially defense. I'll yeah. say your guys' head coach could probably kick every other head coach's ass. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, I don't know. He just looks badass. He's like a shaved head. and He's all like buff and shit. Like, he looks like a Shanahan. Yeah, I think I think. Oh, that. No. Who's You're that? talking about their their defensive. There you coach. go. That must yeah. be. The I was like, Shanahan looks like a wimp. What are you <laughs> no, talking no, no, about? No, no, no. The defensive, yeah, the defensive coach. coach oh, okay. yeah, yeah, he's he's like he's on crack. Yeah, that guy's it's, crazy. It's obvious, he's yeah. juiced. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's pumped. He's ready. He can beat everyone up. <laughs> he though. will I'm, kick I'm, your I'm ass. Certain of it. Yeah, he's he's the one offering money for hits now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> you don't take his head off. Kick your ass. All right, that's enough sports. Sorry, guys. Old Timey, where the week Polt. Polt. It's a blow or a punch. Mm. Uh, a guy just came up and pulted me in the face. Pulted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gives somebody mouthing off to you, a big pult. Fostelarian was yeah. pulting me in the face the other day. <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> uh, I think the Steelers pulted uh, the Chargers this weekend. Oh. Yeah. Back to that. Yeah. The Niners pulted the Rams. There so. we go. There, there we go. Talk about yeah. that. Pulted uh, sounds please. dirty when you say it that way. It does sound a little dirty. <laughs> he pulted the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> like right in the pult. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it does sound a little rough. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's class things up a little bit. This one's a classy dame with a great palate. It's Beer Babe of the Week. 
It is indeed. Her name is Vicky, and you can follow her on the grams at Vicky Craft Beer. All one word, no C, by the way, in Vicky. V I K I. Vicky Craft Beer. That's easy. Yeah, and this one, she's drinking a Stone Berliner, which is quite delicious if you're into the Berliners. So make sure you give her a follow on the grams at Vicky Craft Beer. All one word. All right. While we open up these beers, let's uh, start off with the first news story before we call the pen. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. It is time indeed. Uh, Yingling, East Coast Brewery. You guys ever had Yingling? No. I don't think so. It's hard to get out here. Uh, it's pretty good. It's kind of like a uh, you know just your typical light beer. Anyways, they are teaming up with Hershey's to come out with a tra- a, a chocolate porter that will only be available on draft. More chocolate, more with chocolate. Hershey's, really? Yeah, with Hershey's. Uh, two of Pennsylvania's most iconic businesses, Yingling and Hershey's, are linking up on a fall beer release. Yingling and Hershey's announced today the release of Chocolate Porter, a draft-only release available in 14 markets from mid-October to mid-February. The collaboration marks the first between the two companies. Chocolate Porter, that's a very creative name there, which checks in at 4.7%, is a modified version of Yingling's Dark Brood Porter with the taste of Hershey's chocolate. We saw a unique opportunity to partner with Hershey's, a brand known worldwide for its iconic, delicious-tasting chocolate, to deliver fans our first-ever beer collaboration. This is Jennifer Yingling, VP of Operations. We spent nearly a year developing our Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter and are excited for the world to indulge in this classic taste of Yingling Dark Brewed Porter blended with the unmistakable taste of Hershey's Chocolate. Bringing together over 300 years of craft and experience is quite rare in 2019, says Ernie Savo, Senior Director of Global Licensing and Business Development at the Hershey Company. However, that's exactly what we did, bringing together the Yingling Brewing Masters with the chocolate-making expertise of Hershey. It'll be available in restaurants throughout Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia, Virginia, New York, Connecticut, Maryland, Massachusetts, New York, nope, New Jersey, different new, Rhode Island, Delaware, Indiana, Kentucky, and D.C. It's like everywhere but the West, pretty much. Yeah, that's that's the way it goes. Yes, a lot of beers being uh, chocolatized. They're connecting, y'all. <laughs> they are connecting. <laughs> All right, let's let's make that call. Looks like everybody's got their beer now. He calls to the bullpen for beer. What's a bullpen? <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry i'm sure as a dodger fan you just don't yeah, know what it is right <laughs> yeah. That. yeah that's who uh dave roberts should have called up <laughs> yeah the should have called up beer yeah he'd still be in this thing anyway but kershaw okay yeah. anyway beer. yeah pick up that phone beer mm-hmm. <laughs> we are drinking as our bullpen beer firestone walkers cashmere xpa that's extra pale ale Five and a half percent, eighty-five IBUs has a three-six. Nope, three-seven-six on Untapped. Not on Beer Advocate. Nope, eighty-five on Beer Advocate. Holy shit! Wow, that was a rough one. I'm lost. You know what? I got confused with another beer that is not on Beer Advocate. <laughs> They're blend. I have two beers on the same page, and boy, was that a mistake. Oh man, two uh, beers, one page. <laughs> 
It's my favorite porn. <laughs> From Firestone, they say, Brewmaster Matt Brindelson and his team recently fell in love with the cashmere hop from the Pacific, Pacific Northwest, inspiring them to create the single hop extra pale ale. This result is a bright, hop-forward beer loaded with cashmere's lush flavors of Palisade peach and tropical fruit. Yes, very tropical. <laughs> <laughs> I've been preaching the ways of the cashmere hop for quite some time. Dude, now. I love me some cashmere hops. It does smell a little peachy, a little tropically. This one definitely has a bigger nose than our first beer tonight. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but you could definitely taste like a lot of the um the fruit and um I don't know, like it's funny, like the last one was very balanced and this one not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Like the taste is like very like you, you can taste like all the different parts of it. Yeah, I get a lot of tropical fruit, maybe a little bit of peach in there, but definitely the tropical yes. fruit kind of ends a little dank. Mm. Just yes. a little bit. Yeah. You know? Co-sign yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Very easy to drink. Uh it's only five and a half and it makes sense, but I I really enjoy this. I, I think I've been preaching the ways of the cashmere for quite some time now, and you just can't go wrong with it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Unless you're me. I, I fucked up a cashmere IPA pretty good. Tasted <laughs> like shit. But uh, other than me, I think this is the, the hop of the future. I don't and know. it actually was one of the uh, thousands of beers that I drank this weekend. Oh, was it? Yeah. Being oh, stranded wow, at, at you. home. Being stranded at home due to the fires. Right. So I in, got, in your efforts to stay moist. Yeah, yes, my. <laughs> yeah. I believe those are your words. I I did say that. Certainly not mine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta say my favorite hop though I think is and I can't even name it, but it starts with an S. Was it Samsonite? Uh, Similac. That's uh, a suitcase. Simone. Yeah. yeah. He must work out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a beer Simcoe. in one hand and a fire extinguisher oh, in the other. Simcoe. Yeah. I think that's my oh, favorite yeah, hop. Yeah. So Simcoe far. is a great hop. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. You know, Citra's great. It's a really easy, just, you can use it anywhere. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, Citra. Yeah, Simcoe is a good one. I don't know why I like that one. I just, when I'm tasting a beer, I'm like, oh, man, this is really good. And I look, I'm like, oh, that's why. It's got Simcoe. Simcoe, no wonder. I, mm-hmm. I wish I could remember. I can't think of the beer right now, but recently I was drinking a beer, and I went, god damn, this is so good. And I was just digging the shit out of it. And uh, the lady friend was with me. She goes, oh, look, it's got cashmere in it. I was like, well, there you go. Yeah. Makes sense. Love Ca- me some cashmere. I don't know why. Yeah. And cashmere is like very like, uh, man, it's very uh, silky. I've noticed like the beer yeah. comes out like really like, yeah, like real smooth. Like cashmere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, but it's true. It's it's weird. Like you can usually get that. Ma- I mean, I don't think I've ever had a beer that has a fair amount of cashmere that doesn't have that like luxurious mouthfeel to it. Agreed. Yeah. So. Uh, All right, back to the news. Brooklyn Brewing. I don't know what this trend is all about, but Brooklyn Brewing brings non-alcoholic offerings to the U.S. What the fuck, Brooklyn? I know. Why why is this non-alcoholic trend really picking up steam? I'm surprised. I didn't think Brooklyn would do that to us. Right. I'm like, come on, Brooklyn. I'm put off here. Yes. Next thing you know, they'll send Kevin Durant to not play for him. (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh, oops. My bad. Yep, they're dead. Um, from their CEO, Eric Ottaway says, if you're drinking a non-alcoholic beer, there was something wrong with you. It was kept in the back of the, of the bar fridge and carefully poured into a glass and given to you. So nobody would see that what you were drinking. It was kind of an embarrassing thing. Yeah. Whereas you go into Europe and it's celebrated. It's treated as the opposite in most countries. People would never sneak, you know, would never sneer at you or look down at you like you had a problem. Yeah, the problem is there's no booze in your beer. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand that. That is a problem. Yeah. I 
I like session beers, you know, lower ABV, so I can have more without getting hammered. But I don't know that I need a no alcohol beer. Yeah. No. I don't know. I don't get that. It's funny because usually us Yanks get the right you know we got the bad rep of not being able to drink alcohol or whatever but it's all these dudes over here saying now i'm alcohol supposedly i mean really is that how you guys roll over there overseas right drinking non-alcoholic beer yeah i don't i I don't know why i don't get it holler at me (laughs) (laughs) tell me me i'm wrong tell me you're sipping on that non-alcoholic beer right now and i'm an idiot yes do it somebody i dare you yeah please Tweet Commissioner Dan. Yeah. Yes. It's not reverse psychology. You won't be <laughs> called an idiot on the show. I, I guarantee it. At Cleanup Glass. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, three Colorado... This is the other reason for Renegade. The first Renegade was, of course, the Chargers. Three Colorado oh, breweries. <laughs> <laughs> Renegade Brewing, Good River Beer, and Rocky Mountain Sector have merged to create the Brewers Co-Hop. Co-Hop. See what they did there? A new business venture, whip. yes, that will share a production facility and back of house resources in Denver. Oh, the three breweries will share brewing and administrative space in a fifteen thousand square foot facility in Denver's Baker neighborhood. The facility previously served as Renegade's production brewery, which the brewer had listed for sale uh, for one point two million dollars last year, according to Denver Alt Weekly newspaper Westward. The building was also housed to Good Rivers for, or will also house Good Rivers' first tap room, which will serve beers from the other two brands on guest taps. So this is really interesting. Um, a, because we keep talking about like the way of the future seems to be small breweries kind of merging together, sharing distribution, sharing right. uh, materials and that sort of thing. Also interesting. Cause if you remember a little over a year ago, I interviewed the owner of Renegade Brewing and talked not only about, you know, his production facility, but also I was like, you know, will you ever um, open up this space as a tap room or will you just keep your original tap room as your serving space? It's never open up this space as a tap room. And now it's going to host one of the other breweries tap rooms. <laughs> so just just interesting. I mean, nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Right. Businesses change. Things yeah. change. And hey. it's just interesting you to do see. what you got to do. Got to yeah. make a business decision. Yep. Yeah. I'd rather see them do that than to not be around because I really yeah, like exactly. Renegade's beer. That's right. Exactly. So uh, go back about a year and you can listen to that one. Yeah. And who, who would have thought maybe a year ago, maybe they didn't think like they'd be under this kind of like, you know, web network of like craft beers kind of sticking together now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. Whatever keeps them all in business, I think they should all stick together and you know, and kind of battle that way. Yeah, why not? And, yeah. and I'm someone who goes to Colorado quite often. I was just there uh, about a month or so. No, month and a half ago. Almost two months, I guess. Always go to Denver. Denver is starting to turn into like a mini San Diego. Like craft breweries are just popping up like crazy. Nice. And it's great for us, the consumer. It's probably not so great for the brewers. Makes it a little harder to compete. So when you can grab an edge like this, I go for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why not? Agreed. You got to be flexible for changing times. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That look at you being smarticles. Dude, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, Every now and then. I'm impressed with all of us. I surprised myself (laughs) on that one. Yeah. Yeah, Where'd that come from? Especially Scott. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What what did I say? Do you you need like a wet washcloth or something? You feeling okay? Is that like the scarecrow when he got his brain? (laughs) 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 The right side of a hypotenuse triangle is. Whatever the fuck he says. Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> There's no place like the bar. There's no place like the bar. <laughs> uh, and then finally in today's news, the brewers at Sam Adams have announced the upcoming release of the 11th batch of their highly sought after barrel-aged extreme beer, Utopias. Do you guys remember Utopias? 
Sounds familiar. Do you have another glass there? (laughs) (laughs) If you recall, Utopius is the bottle from Sam Adams that uh, hits the shelves for $210. Oh, fuck. Per bottle. That's right. Now does it ring a bell? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I erased it from my mind. Because you'll never never have it. Except they don't ever buy. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I actually had, I think it was last year or the year before when it dropped, somebody texted me and said, hey, do you want to go in on a bottle of Utopias? And I was like, how many people? goes, just you and I. Nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I was like, here's the deal. If you want to work it out to where like, I pay 15 or $20 for a glass, like a pint or something, or I don't know how they probably wouldn't serve it as a pint. Cause that's boozy as fuck. Um, but you know, whatever it is, a serving and I pay 15 or $20 and I could try it one time and, and that's it. I would be down for that. I would, I would come over, we have a little utopias party. Everybody drops their 10, 20 bucks, whatever it is, yeah. split the cost. And, uh, I'd, I'd be in for that. I- I'd be okay. But I just, the thought of spending $210 or in that case, $105 on a bottle of <laughs> half a bottle of beer is uh, a little insane to me. Yeah. I just can't quite do it. God. And Especially just, never having it. It's like a bomber at least though, right? It is a 25.4 ounce ceramic. I think you're paying for the bottle more than you're paying for the beer. Really? Yeah. It's 28% also. Holy shit! Still not worth one hundred five dollars, right? My wallet almost flew out of my pants right now. (laughs) Oh, that was your wallet. (laughs) Well, both, I guess. Yeah, yeah, twenty eight percent. By the time you're on, you're like your fourth sip. You can't even taste it anymore. Uh, Yeah, true. Yeah, it's like doing shots almost. Challenge accepted. Yeah, I guess we'll find (laughs) out, right? All right, all right. Go for it, Dan. If anybody wants to go have these with Dan, his wallet's on the floor. It is literally (laughs) walking by itself. Flew out of his pants. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) wallet flew out of his pants. Uh, From founder and brewer Jim Koch, Coach Cock. I never know. Everybody (laughs) says it differently. Since it was first brewed, Sam Adams Utopius has been nothing short of a labor of love. As brewers, we take pride in everything we make, but there's something special about putting such a unique, extreme beer in the hands of not only the craft beer community, but our co-workers. Involving new members of our team from Dogfish Head in the bottling process this year signified collaboration, progress, and inspired future future innovations that we can't wait to share. Hmm. Yeah, still way too expensive. Yeah. Sorry, Jim Coach Koch. Cock, whatever your name is. I'm still really curious mm-hmm. how that tastes. Curious about the cock, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to try it. Like I said, I'd, I'd pay to try it, mm-hmm. but I would not pay to buy the whole bottle. That's true. Just can't do it. Oh, man. That's true. Maybe Dan will bring it the next year. Maybe. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe Santa will get us <laughs> right? a bottle. We're counting on you, Dan. <laughs> oh, man. Right, Dan. You're our only hope. I Santa do have Dan. a beard, and it's slowly <laughs> turning white. Maybe by December, it'll be like Santa Claus, Ooh. the Santa Claus movie. Yeah. Come on in with your ho-ho-ho. I'll get all yeah. fat. Yep. <laughs> fall off a roof. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah. He fell off a roof, got a concussion, and thought he was Santa Claus. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, that is what really happened, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. I was at the right age to watch that movie. <laughs> You're like, hey, wait a minute. I was like seven when that thing came out. So, uh, That's it for us. Thank you all for joining along and listening. Make sure you find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com on the social medias at the Unfiltered Gentleman. Except for Twitter at Unfiltered Gents. You can drunk dial us 805 538 Beer. It's 2337. We love your drunk voicemails. And uh, in the meantime, I hope everyone is staying very well hydrated. Oh, and don't forget to follow Dan at Cleanup Glass. Yes. yes. What are they supposed to uh, 
get at you about? I've already forgotten. Oh, yeah. If, if overseas, if you drink non-alcoholic beer. That's right. And you're proud of it. Come on, Europeans. <laughs> That's Are you right. proud of your non-alcoholic beers? Hit me up. Yeah, you shouldn't be, but hit them up either way. And then make fun of Team USA Basketball. Because <laughs> we suck. I'll say, what Team USA Basketball? <laughs> Even the Canadians are laughing at us. That's right. Okay, so stay hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.